0: Welcome to episode 123 of 40 going on 14. I am Mike. I'm Joel.
1: And I'm Josh. And I've been using the poop emoji since you had
0: to type it out one character at a time and
1: ASCII characters.
0: Wow. who goes back. Oh, yeah. That was a I get emotional one. when I poop, too. All right, that went weird. All right, let's first let's address the elephant in the room. Patrick is not with us right now,
1: so he's, <laughs> he's the calling? elephant who is not in the room.
0: Yes, he is. Are you calling him an elephant?
1: <laughs> yes, I believe I've... I explicitly just did that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, we're gonna I run was... with that.
2: I've seen him naked. He's
1: yeah.
0: Never oh, mind. You're calling us out and calling him an elephant. <laughs> then you say that. That's nice. <laughs>
2: it's
1: like well, I've seen him naked. He's more of an anteater, really.
0: <laughs> he's hairy and has a long. Anyway, okay. so he has he has a gig tonight for his food truck, so he is out uh, making cheese sandwiches and moolah and de Niro. So uh, good for him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's making De Niro.
0: <laughs> Hoo-ah. All right. That was Pacino, but never you you are confused on so many levels right now, Joel. I am. That's
1: you know what I do when I'm confused on so many levels?
0: Uh, do you spend some time listening to the Musings of a Geek uh, podcast network?
1: I absolutely do. At the Musings of a Geek podcast network, you can find such shows as Graphic Novice, The Pittsburgh Nerd Pod, The War Pod, Rather Be Dead, Salty Language, and of course, the Dear Departed Sports Show, the Left, Left Field, Field Sports, sports Lounge. Sports Lounge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you can find them at uh,
0: www.musingsofageek.com. Yeah. Play it all. We got to email them and see if they can have them on as a guest on the show. Be like, "I know your show ended a year ago, but we've been pu- we oh, over a year ago." Yeah. But we've been pushing it every damn show. What happened and how can we get the band back together?" And they'd say, "Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn." So uh, do we have any uh, voicemails or anything like that today, Josh? We got a bunch of voicemails, only
1: they all arrived in the last, like, (laughs) 10 minutes, so we're not going to hear them uh, until next week.
0: Oh, awesome. So... Oh, you're serious? Yeah, absolutely, I'm
1: serious.
0: There's a lot not. of work that goes into getting those ready. All right, so in that case, we, we do have an email, though. We've got an email from Brian Farrell, known as Tommy the Duck to us. Hey. Uh, first off, he wants to thank us so much for the game. So thanks to, uh, yeah, also thanks to Calliope Games for offering us that uh, game. of. He got a copy of Thieves. Uh, uh, Boogie Supernova and I have been playing it a lot, and it's quite fun. If I was one of the three winners, I'm guessing only three people entered. Shut up, Tommy the Duck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as for your next show, I hope when you talk about your online chat experiences, you share some of the names you've gone by over the years, and that should be Ooh. fun. I added that to the I added that to the show notes. Uh, mm-hmm. The first nickname I ever used on a BBS was White Zombie, but quickly grew tired of dudes clogging up my chat with random lyrics and attempts to prove that they were better fans than me by then asking if I knew the name of their first album. So my first ever email address, I chose Tommy the Duck. After the stuffed duck that I've had since the day I was born, that's the origin story of that thing. Other than that, the brief white zombie period, it's been the only online handle he's gone by. Ducks to the front, Tommy the Duck. If
1: you'd like to leave us an email, you can uh, send us that email at 40go14 at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to send us a voicemail, you can call 708-NOW-RAP. That's 708-669-9727. Yeah.
0: I had a, I've had a lot of, you know, think of that. I've had a lot of emails, but I don't think, I don't, I'm trying to think about what the the variations on them were. Like, yeah, you know, I like made a big
1: shift in, in my online persona like sometime after college. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I made an online, I made a shift on my emails after cool. I started seriously applying for jobs because I'm like, you know, no one's going to hire a guy whose email is Malky. You know, because they're Hmm. like, either they don't know what the hell that is, or if they do know what it is, they're not going to hire me because they do want to know what it is. And uh, that kind of carries through because when I've been working as a recruiter, we get, I I had someone apply for a job as a controller and their email was unicorn (laughs) princess 53. And I'm like, you know, I just can't take you seriously. I don't think you're a very good controller. And I, I was right. I called her and she was insane.
2: Wait, why wouldn't anybody know what Malky means? Isn't that from Perfect Strangers?
0: No, that's Balky. Joel, don't be ridiculous.
2: (laughs) See? Malky was his cousin, that's right.
0: All right, so anyway, uh, if you know what Malky means, give us a call. Let us know. Um, Please. (laughs) Yeah. God, is it ever about that time? It is so about that time. (laughs) This week in
2: music, movies, and
0: TV, and stores. All right. So this year that we're doing this week is 1996, the release of ICQ.
1: Yeah. Since this show, uh, I, I don't think we've gone all the way into our topic. We're oh, going no, to be we talking haven't. about s- social media and online chat programs.
0: Yep. It's and kind of a tech show. Uh, yeah. A little very techy show um, going into the chatting of then, the chat how we chatt- chatted then, how we chatted now, and how far back are we going on the chat. Because now that uh, Pat's gone, I have to take over the mantle of being the old curmudgeon. So, but 1996 was the year that ICQ was released. Uh oh. Is that how it went? I that sounds so. right. Yeah. 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 Uh, music. January 16th, at the trial of Nicholas McDonald and Brian Bassett for the murder of Bassett's parents and younger brother, defense lawyers attempted to lay the blame for the murders on the fact that the pair had been listening to Israel's Son by Silver Chair prior to the crimes, which are then dubbed the Israel's Son's murders. Israel's Son murders. That's a terrible. I mean,.
1: I vaguely remember the case. Like, I remember there was some controversy with Silverchair, but uh, I didn't really follow it.
0: Yeah, I can't. I'm trying to think of all the others, other, you know. When did, when,
2: where, where did this take place? Like, was that in the United States? Maybe. That's a good question, because isn't Silverchair Australian? Yeah, and they, they they kind of died out here after about 90, about that time, actually, I guess, now that I think about it, because I saw him with, uh, I think it was Hum, in like 96. 96 and I know they're still they're still over there making music and are actually doing quite well in Australia because Killis talks no. about them once in a while
0: US uh, it happened in the United States in fact uh, Brian bassett was got a uh, retrial apparently he got a new hearing in 2014 oh
2: yeah uh, let's see Israel's uh, <clears throat> it came off um, oh it's it is from Frog stomp which was their first album that came out here anyway that that had
0: uh, the big hit on it. Well, yeah, I
1: remember Frog Stump.
0: Yeah. So, 95. Well, that could have gone so many different ways. I mean, can you imagine if it was like the Hey Pachuco murders? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Tub Thumper murders.
2: You know.
0: <laughs> You're not getting back well, up again.
1: <laughs> I knocked them down, but they got back up again.
0: Oh, that would have been, actually, that would have been awesome. Can you tell me what happened that night? Well, I knocked him down, and he got up again. <laughs> Then I knocked him down again. (laughs) Judge, like, all right, enough of this bullshit. Then I had a a whiskey whiskey drink. drink. (laughs) 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 Uh, Also, uh, in uh, January 16th, also, no, 1996, not on the same day, but Jamaican authorities opened fire on Jimmy Buffett's seaplane, the Hemisphere Dancer, mistaking it for a drug trafficker's plane. They were not wrong. (laughs) It's uh, you two singer Bono and Island Records executive Chris Blackwell were also on the plane, and no one is injured.
2: Look okay, at, the big boppers' plane goes down. Why well, couldn't it have been this one instead? Oh, oh, I'm dude. just saying, I mean, I'd rather have a cheeseburger in paradise than and Bono. Come on, man.
0: Oh, I thought you were digging on Jimmy Buffett there, man.
2: I was like, digging on both, digging both of them. Like, the, never mind. You have a lot, they of got back hate. up again. <laughs>
1: A lot of hatred, dude. The, the plane survived because it was li- lined entirely in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issues.
0: <laughs> See, I refuse to believe that the Jamaican authorities do not recognize Jimmy Buffett's plane. That's, that just, I think, is kind of BS to me because I'm sure they know that dude. Well, luckily they were all high, so that's why they pissed. Mm. So a uh, movie is in 1996. On January 12th, it's an amazing week with uh, Lawnmower Man 2, Biodome, Dunstan Checks in and Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood are all released. I have seen all of those. Guess which one was my favorite?
1: (laughs) Don't Be a Menace. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Why didn't they ever make a sequel to Dunstan Checks
0: In? Didn't it have like a a monkey in it? Yeah. I think it was an orangutan. All right, well... Fearless Nadia, born Mary Ann Evans, actress and stuntwoman featured in many films in India, especially in the 1940s, dies. Bollywood film historians in India rarely acknowledge her role in film history as she was not proper and most certainly not Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've basically got this blonde-haired,
1: blue-eyed actress who is doing all of the things that there's no way they could show an Indian lady doing, like punching out bad guys, having sword fights. And she was incredibly popular at the time, but because uh, she was a non-Indian actress who was big in Bollywood, basically India film historians pretend she never existed.
0: Hmm that's kind of i want to see what kind of stuff she did
1: yeah a lot uh, of it's like <clears throat> errol flynn type stuff
0: oh yeah oh. jungle queen 1956 carnival queen fighting queen caribbean queen tufan Dancing queen, queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh this is, must have been earlier in her in her uh in her career jungle princess mm. before she hit queen yeah that's kind of that's kind of bizarre i mean especially uh, of all that happening in, like the 40s and the 50s you know I mean, maybe it's
1: got something to do with uh, resentment because I I believe she was probably British or if she wasn't British, she at least could be reminding local
0: Indians of like the British occupation. Probably not something they look fondly on. Yeah. So uh, on January 19th, though, From Dusk Till Dawn, directed by Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino debuts – rapidly turning from a profanity-laced version of The Clumps starring Cheech Marin, Cheech Marin, and Cheech Marin into a vampire-slaying horror action comedy.
2: Now, did we all go see that together, all three of us?
0: Yeah.
1: I know I saw it with you, so yeah, I th- thought I was, all three of us were there.
0: Well, we talked, uh, all three of us were there, and I brought Suzanne, because I remember yeah. she was really hesitant about seeing it, because she doesn't like horror movies, but halfway through it, she's like, why am I laughing? Well,
2: <laughs> and I i don't know about the rest of you, but I thought, we all thought it was going to be another Quentin Tarantino Road movie. I had no idea what was going to happen.
0: Yeah. 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 No, we we all went into it blind. I don't blind. think any of us knew about the vampires. Yeah. We we I think we deliberately kept blind on it. And
2: that's really the best way to have seen it because yeah. you do a what the hell and then yeah. by the end of it they're like, "Yes, that was fantastic."
0: And then later on they made uh uh, vampires. Oh, <laughs> yeah. John John Carpenter's Darker Days. Yeah. I don't know.
2: The, the, and the two sequels to From Dusk Till Dawn were terrible. Although I've heard that the TV show on L. A., which is in its second season or is about to, is actually quite
0: good. It's on heard. Netflix. I've got it on my queue. I want to take a take a look at it. You know. I will say though, I loved
1: it at the time. This is one that has kind of dimmed for me with age.
0: Really. I think
1: a lot of the Robert Rodriguez stuff is like that. Like, I I appreciate the fact that he's a great filmmaker, especially working with what he's got. But uh, his stuff does not hold up as well as a lot of the other stuff from the mid to late 90s. I
0: don't know. I watched... um uh, Spy Kids three for the Stallone <laughs> show. <on there. laughs> say I'll tell you that. that was that is exactly what I remember it being. <laughs> Man,
2: I haven't seen anything in a while. Now I kind of want to watch uh, El Mariachi or Desperado just to oh, yeah. see.
1: I would actually say El Mariachi probably holds up better than almost anything else. Plus, I don't know after a certain point, like Once Upon a Time in Mexico is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, cool. that is
0: pretty terrible. This, it, yeah, <clears throat> go ahead.
1: I was gonna say it's one of very few movies on DVD where I just turned it off and stopped, and to this day I've never seen the last like 20
2: minutes. It's it's longer than it needs to be, and but the the two Machete movies are fun. I don't know, I haven't seen either one of them recently, but they were a lot of fun, and the third one's coming someday soon.
0: Use more (laughs) vaseline. All I remember of that is use more vaseline. Oh, that was never mind. If anybody wants yeah. to know about that, give us a call, Josh will tell you. Um, January 9th was the premiere of The Acronym of the Week, T R F T S on NBC.
1: Uh that's Total Request Fitting Tentacle Sex. Was it like a call-in show? Oh yeah. Yeah, you wanted to see how many tentacles you could fit in uh Oh shit. <laughs> Forget is it the in Total Japan? Request Live. was the Total Request Live guy? I fucked up the joke.
2: Carson
0: Daly. Yes. I'm going to lay there's quite a quite a few.
2: Yeah, He's not a big dude, so I don't know. But they're kind of squishy. And he's so no that-
0: stranger to tentacles. No. Ah.
2: That's how he built his career, I
0: think. <laughs> All right. And as everybody knows, TRFTS is Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Right. Oh. I-, I had to punt on this one because uh, Patrick, uh, in his uh, wisdom, shall we say, forgot that he's already used this as an acronym of the week. Oh, really? Um,
2: and I think we talked about it last time but who would have thought out of that show Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be as huge as he is now and be as well liked by I think all of us as he is.
0: Oh yeah. In fact, I was we're actually rewatching old um uh, 70s shows. That, sh- that 70s show. And he had a he had a part on one of the, that 70s shows.
1: He was about the only good thing
0: uh, about the sequel
1: to uh, Sin City. I gotta watch that. You really
2: don't. Wait. You said he was the... You thought he was? I thought he was about the
1: only thing worth anything.
2: Better than the Elijah Wood
1: uh, No, no the sequel, the sequel. It's Aimed to Kill for.
2: Oh, I haven't seen the sequel yet. I've been staying away from it because of the bad press. I'm like... It's, it's so
1: bad. Saying. He is good and Lady Gaga is good. But like everybody else it's like okay you're like pale reflections of your characters from the first movie it's just not not good
2: (laughs) i'm
0: definitely going to take your word for it then fair enough Uh, also on january 11th 1996 the commish concludes its fifth and final season I never watched that.
2: Once again, there's another thing that I when I saw that show, I didn't watch it, but saw the ads for it. I'm like this Michael Chiklis guy. I mean, what's he what's he going to do? I mean, he's such a so frumpy and weird looking and all this. And then after that, when he went on to do what was it after that, uh, that show on HBO or something? The Shield. Yeah. And then he went on to be on American Horror Story
0: and stuff. He, the dude's got chops, man. I, I like him a lot. Plus, after he like lost all the hair on his head, he became extremely and, terrifying.
2: Yeah. I still want him to do a movie with
0: Bruce Willis where they play <gasps> brothers. Oh, crap. He was in Fantastic Four, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's
1: such a shame. Like He's perfect casting for the thing. It's a shame that movie was a steaming pile. Yeah.
2: It was oh, the sure best he, part
0: about it. He could sure. still, still pull it off if they get a good writer in there after they lose the rights to it. But
2: dude, he was frightening
0: in the shield. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the commission I think
1: was this. Yeah, was another Stephen J. Cannell like procedural goofball police thing.
2: hmm.
1: Yeah, it was like small town northern exposure ish
2: centered around the cops. hmm. Which he he looked right for the part. But I I really I thought after that I'm like I don't know if I'm ever going to see this dude again. And all of a sudden he's everywhere and he's still around. Huh.
0: Anyway, All right, so sports, uh, January 18th, Major League Baseball owners agree to start interleague play in 1997. Huh, I did not know that they there wasn't that. But then again, you know my sports knowledge.
1: I mean, I guess it makes sense when you establish your leagues to, like, not uh, admit the other leagues are as legitimate a <clears> professional <throat> league as yours are by playing their players.
0: Yeah. I didn't realize I don't know it took
1: that, that was, long. Yeah, I don't know if that's the situation there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson was announced on January 10th as a new coach of the Miami Dolphins after spending four years with the Dallas Cowboys. And then on uh, January 14th the Super Bowl matchup was determined as the AFC Championship game was decided when the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Indianapolis Colts 20 to 16 and the NFC Championship game ended with the Dallas Cowboys being the Green Bay Packers 38 to 27.
2: Um where's the cricket? What cricket? There's there's no cricket talk. I'm shocked. Well, it's oh. not
1: always cricket talk.
2: Yeah. I'm 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 knocked on my butt. There's no weird sports names or anything. That's pretty well, he, straightforward. He wow. was he was in a rush today.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's a I think he only did about half of this. I know I did most of movies. Hmm.
0: All right. So uh, there's That's We Again. And uh, now on to online chat. So uh, Josh has done a little bit of research for us. And the first online chat system was called Talkomatic, which makes complete sense. <laughs> right. It was created by Doug Brown and David R. Woolley in 1973 on the Plato system in the United States. <laughs> They have their they were cranking out the wires, they got this giant squish machine. <laughs> no, Plato. Oh, Plato. Oh, okay, sorry. At the University of Illinois. It offered several channels, each of which could accommodate up to five people, with messages Whoa. appearing on all users' screen character by character as they were typed. Talk-O-Matic was very popular among Plato users, all ten of them, I guess, <laughs> because it was uh, in the mid mid '80s, uh, in 2014, Brown and Woolley re-released a web-based version of Talkomatic.
2: It still had the same functionality and allowed ten people per room. <laughs> Uh, that's that's crazy. I wonder if that one of the rooms was like by chat.
1: Well, a lot of those original chat programs, like if I'm typing and say Joel wants to respond and he starts typing, his characters would appear in the middle of my words. Like there would be no way to distinguish between who's talking.
0: Oh, and then you have the first rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, f-
1: that's true all the way up through, like, 1983 uh, until they figured out a way to actually, like, have line breaks. Nice.
2: Do we know, uh, I don't know if it's in here somewhere, I'm looking through the notes real quick, but speaking of all those things and when that started, do we know when, like, the smiley faces and all that emoji before they became, like, actual pictures started? Like, um, how soon with all that
0: i don 't know i I recall using emojis as far back as college I mean using the uh, you know co- you know colon semicolon in the in the uh, parentheses to do um to do the smiley face but i have i don 't remember when the actual icons came out that had to that' been more around the release of when smartphones started coming around
1: well, i think that's the thing is it's the change from like the text based emoticons to actual emojis and i I honestly think that uh, I, I didn't research the exact start of that, but at least in 1999, <clears throat> uh, the Chinese program QQ, which we're going to talk about later, was using
2: emojis. Oh, wow. Well, it's, it says here um, in the history that the first emoji was created in 1998 or 99. There you go. Um, and uh, they took their inspiration from weather forecasts that use symbols, symbols to show the weather. Oh, neat. Interesting. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail it.
0: <clears throat> oh, that's fine. No, no. Uh, So the first dedicated online chat service that was widely available to the public was the CompuServe CB Simulator in 1980. So, yeah, think about it. CBs were actually like the first chat line.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, You had all of the like you could uh, there were also like the party lines you could call via phone.
0: Yes. I, I tossed those in there because we I while I never called a party line from home when we would have like lock ins and stuff at the church, we would call them on the church phones, which. Come back. Hashtag good buddy. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's actually you think about it. The CB culture kind of set up the way for online chat because I mean, when you got onto the chat lines, I mean, what was the first thing you do? You come up with your handle, sure, you know, and that's that harkens back to CB, you know. And then there's the different lingo for being on, you know, B, BRB, uh, uh, bio break, all those different phrases and all that stuff that were used on chat lines on when you're typing. That kind of you know uh, echoed the. Um, the conversations that were had on cbs back in the 70s and 80s
1: so before we move into our timeline let, let's get into the question tommy the duck asked us uh, handles
0: okay. then yes
2: uh jeez. <clears throat> I not have time to think about this. I'm trying to think because I know what Josh's was for a long time, but I don't remember if I had one. Well, I'm sure I did. I just don't know what it was now. That's I know. Question.
0: I know we had one we were on, when we were on IRC because I didn't start using chat until Jay hooked up everybody with IRC in the in the PC lab at school. And for the hmm. life of me, I can't remember what my handles were back then. I I can kind of see it in my head, but I can't I can't nail it down. I know the first one that I really started widely using was my, my first my first email off of what was that free the free web service that you did dial. Juno? Juno, yeah. yeah. Oh
1: geez, I forgot yeah. about
0: Juno. Was um, Nicole Bolas at juno.com. Oh, yeah. That was my first, the first email I had, and it wasn't until, see, I got the Xbox and started playing on Xbox Live that I was, that I started using, I've used Javacat 2K and Malky 72, and, well, okay, and the explanation on Malky, uh... Back in my dark days of Gen Con, I was a larp'er, <laughs> <laughs> and I always played. You know, it was it was actually you know I was having fun. It was yeah. new, It was new to me. I always played the Malk Malkavian Clan, where the vampires that went insane oh. when they were bit. And I think I was pretty damn good because I was more less of a clown shoes and running around with a you know being crazy, and more of a I think he may eat babies type of Malky. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, Malky, and now I'm pretty much solid as the Java Cat online. You know that's my that's my Twitter handle. That's my uh, my email. Um, that's the one I've been using. I want to say for at least the last ten years. Sounds about right. Yeah. What about you, Josh?
1: Well, I mean, I started out with uh, I discovered the problem of using a basic English word as your handle is it, it disappears from a lot of services because I started from <coughs> a joke in high school uh, as a kumquat or the kumquat. Oh yeah. And uh, it became more and more difficult as usernames popped up on various services. Even in these early days, like 93 to 95 of the internet, as we knew it, right at the time uh, Netscape was being released and whatnot, I'd find, often as not, I couldn't get either Kumquat or The Kumquat, so I would have to put down like Spamquat.
0: Yeah, I remember you You, remember you being Spamquat for a while, too.
2: Yep.
1: So, yeah, those, those were the three... And uh, eventually later, uh, I ended up making the shift. I think that was still pre-2000, though, so it would still a fall into then, uh, where uh, spam I- – I was using Spamquat when spam was mostly known as a salted meat product that you get in a can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that the right. Monty Python folks sing about, and then it got the context of nasty uh, emails that you don't want, and junk email, and it had that negative connotation. And I guess that negative connotation's been around a while, but it was more commonly known. So I didn't want people getting an email from me and having the first four characters be spam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I didn't get your email. You chuck your trash bin. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I eventually, like, uh, came up with the Doc Stout as a uh, guy who wears glasses, uh, fancies himself somewhat of intellectual, is both heavy and likes dark beer. Doc Stout <laughs> uh, became uh, my internet handle. And most of the time I can get it. Every once in a while I'll find a service where Doc Stout has been grabbed mm. and I'll have to do, like, Doc Stout 76. Mm. Yeah, I think you picked up Doc
0: Stout shortly after you got the tattoo.
1: Oh no, this was before that. Oh okay. I I I had the tattoo like when I was twenty nine. I, I want to say I've had the Doc Stout handle probably since so it's like twenty two, twenty three. Wow. Yeah,
0: because I remember you coming to my Starbucks after you got the tattoo to show me. Yeah, that sounds sounds right. I remember that. It was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Joel, what about you? Well, I was thinking about the whole Juno
2: thing and my very first email I got outside of school. Um, was when Juno was still in its infancy, and I was Bruce Willis at Juno.com, and I still have that to this day. And I remember my favorite email I ever got, and I don't use it anymore much. I mean, I'll log in every once in a while just to make sure I still have it. But one guy sent me an email, like, Are you the real Bruce Willis, or just some guy using his name? And I responded, Yes, (laughs) never heard from that dude again. But, um, when we were on the chats, I've been thinking about it and trying to remember, um, in high school, Matt and I used to, you know, it, we kind of aligned ourselves with two of our favorite Marvel characters. You know, he was uh, he was a Wolverine guy, so he would always go by Wolverine and I would go by Longshot because I always liked Longshot. I thought it was funny and I liked the, the, the power of luck and I always seemed to have pretty good luck. So I think I may have used that for a brief period, but I also remember... It seems like I went by Rancor for a while, like the Rancor monster from Return of the Jedi.
1: I remember when you decided you wanted to troll before people knew what trolling was. (laughs) You would sign
2: up as Fuck Duck Mallard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I did. And I would quack a lot. (laughs) And we'd go into the buy chats.
1: Yeah, or you'd sign up with a character on a random mud and just start yelling, everything sucks, this sucks, fuck <laughs> you guys until they kicked you off and banned you.
0: Yeah, didn't yeah. we? Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get to IRC.
2: <laughs> so, uh,
0: I forgot about that. I was probably trying to block it, but that's true. I was fucked up like Mallard a lot. <laughs> So 1969, CompuServe came into existence. I did not realize it was that old. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, because it was unrecognizable. <clears throat> it was originally uh, a network that was a subsidiary of Golden United Life Insurance. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, basically, it uh, the company objectives, it wanted to have all of the computer processing For the huge, at the time, insurance company and uh, be able to network all of the computers and share all of the information. And they realized that they had a computer communications network that was unparalleled. So they could actually rent time on their computers to use their network uh, during business hours. Huh. And uh, when and that business of renting access turned in was spun off into its own business, which we know as the CompuServe of the '80s, one of the earliest of the like dial-up internet access providers.
2: Now, is that like a BBS style type thing, or what? What are we talking about?
1: Oh, we're talking very primitive dial-up internet access. I mean, what the internet was at the time i uh, you you'd have a few programs, some of which we're going to talk about with regards to talk and mail uh but I mean there were no websites
0: right uh yeah, well, I mean there was basic email um Usenet, yeah, Usenet I had Usenet all the time when I was in college. I used that now that's been around since seventy nine it was conceived and established in eighty but uh, the best – I'm trying to think. For someone who doesn't know what Usenet is, the best thing to parallel it to would probably be – God, maybe Reddit? Yeah,
1: yeah, something like combination of Reddit. Uh,
0: a little 4chan thrown in?
1: Maybe a little 4chan, yeah. I mean you had these boards or subjects that uh, were dedicated to various groups and you would have discussions about the groups. Uh, maybe file transfer uh, involved this, where a file would be broken down actually into text components. Mm-hmm. That you would have to like download the pages and pages of text and reassemble them and decode them. Oh my god, that was such a pain in the
2: ass. Like an FTP server kind of thing.
1: <clears throat> well, FTP, there'd be one server you'd log into. This would actually be like if you're on a Reddit post or a 4chan post, and someone wants to post a picture. Oh, and instead of having a file where you can click and download it. You'd have four different posts that are all random garbled text and you'd have to like save all of those texts, uh, cut and paste them into one file,
0: reassemble them,
1: reassemble them, change the file name, and then use another program to uh, basically like unzip them, decompress them, and then you could see the image or get the program or whatever.
0: Yeah, and that was we. There were when we were um, getting pictures for projects at school. Is kind of how we did it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hit Bob roll. Duck Gif. <laughs>
2: Man, that changed my life forever. <laughs> Wait, there's free porn on the internet. All right, now we're here. Um, Well,
1: I mean, that's the thing is, like, the communities that uh, established and hung around the longest were the alt.sex and, like, the games.frp.dnd and all of the other FRP Uh, subgroups. I know what
2: you're talking about now.
1: It came all the way down to, like, uh, discussions about subjects that you might not be able to find enough people to talk about at your school or where you worked. and Like, sex and games. Games. I mean, look at the internet now. How much of it's sex and games. Right.
0: Yeah. And cats.
1: I'm sure there was like rec dot pets dot <laughs> cats or something.
0: Well that I mean and the Usenet stuff was so popular, even, even god, man, it was all the way up until like the end of the 90s, that email clients would have Usenet clients built into them. <laughs> I was
1: exactly right. Shit, uh, did
0: you find it?
1: Rec.pets.cats. I can't believe I guessed that.
0: Wow. Matter Nerd. of fact,
1: uh, there is an article from Wired Magazine from 1994 about the war between Alt.tasteless and Rec.pets.cats. <laughs> I remember remember, tasteless.
2: I remember that one, too. Oh, Oh, man. I saw some messed up things on there.
1: Yeah, and uh, basically one of the earliest like flame wars, something like you hear about 4chan uh, trolling a website or trolling Twitter. This is the godfather of that sort of concept uh, on Usenet back in the early 90s. That's awesome.
0: So, also, 83, here's some other things that we probably didn't use, was one thing called Talk, which is just a basic chat program, uh, It eventually had rooms, created rooms.
1: Yeah, but the earliest Talk is one of those that uh, I was talking about where uh, I'd be talking... And then you'd start to type over my text, and we'd be talking at the same time and confusing everyone.
0: Mm, I'm sure that wasn't the, the feature. That's what that is. You get to talk quicker. <laughs> the selling uh, point. <clears throat> and then there was Talkery Mail, came out in the early 90s. Uh, Suffered from terrible name. Yeah, that is a horrible name.
1: Well, and eventually all these Vax VMS programs, like we had, we were still using the mail program of the first couple of years, well, uh, like the first couple of years for Mike and the first year for Joel and I at Concordia, like when we started college, our email, you'd have to type mail.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yep. And here's the big one. Yep. IRC, Internet Relay Chat. Came out in 1988. We discovered it in 1994. And the rest is history.
2: <laughs> the world was never the same.
0: This uh, is where they, they finally hammered out that typing at the same time does not make you type over each other. And everyone knew was type, hit enter, You would, rep- it would pop up. Um, lots of different rooms, lots of different topics, lots of different, you know, everything from D&D chat to talking about MUDs to talking about uh, multi-user dungeons. For those of you, check out the uh, MMORPG show that we did. Yep. Um, I mean, comics, movies, TV Life shows. Sex. What? Yeah, which, didn't we get the whole (laughs) school kicked off a server for that?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons that IRC was so popular, it was an open uh, protocol. So you could have your own client program connecting to a server, and that server would be connected to other servers. So long as there was a chat room with a particular name on the servers that are communicating, Mm -hmm. every user who's connected to any one of the multiple servers could
0: talk to each other. Yep, and uh, we did. In fact, it was you, Joel, it was you, me, and who else? Was it you, Josh? No, I was was back for some reason on the
1: dorm floor when you guys came running in late at night screaming about Feminista.
0: They oh, my God. Was that, it Will? No. Oh, oh. No, it would
1: have been too late for Will because yeah. uh, it was, was middle of the night.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be – he would have been – he was off campus. He was, I don't know. There was a third person, but all I know is that – okay. So set the situation. Joel Phil. and I uh, – Phil had been kicked
1: off campus. This was Cave X. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: yeah Uh-oh. This, uh, geez, I don't – so Joel, me, and another – they're a third person, maybe Pat. Can't confirm that right now because he's not here, but we're bouncing around IRC and we came across the Bisex Channel. So we jumped on that. And were we not, uh, were we the Three Stooges or were we were the Marx Brothers?
2: No, the Three Stooges, I
0: believe, on that one. Yeah, we came on as a Molary and Curly. And for those of you who want, you know, you hear about cyber sexing and cybering and that sort of thing, this is where this originated was IRC. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there was a little bit of it before this, but this is when everyone started really falling into it. And the three of us fell into this uh, chat room and they had a full on orgy going on there and texting. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joel. Uh,
2: it, it was it was yeah it, it was a full on everybody in the room was participating and they were you know it was just like if I what I would imagine <clears throat> me, a, a real one would be you know people we separated off into one or two people here and there and then there was the big thing in the middle of the room but as soon as we walked in all of a sudden there were people getting slapped with fish there were people <laughs> on the ceiling there was I um, mean it was
0: just all out and people were like get out of here go was, away was, stop. Run, running commentary on the entire thing right, uh, right like a messed and up newscaster then the and there was one person in there whose nickname was Feminista, who kept yelling at us and about to take things seriously. Which was, for as much as we take things seriously now, we took it even less seriously then. Uh, and her name was Feminista, and we were like Feminista. Who does that? That doesn't sound like a right name. But she started saying, "What did she, she said it was a, a?
2: Well, we we were like it's a female Latin rebel. Yeah. Sound like a holiday?
0: Yeah. So we um started screaming happy feminista as, as well as you can as much as you can on on chat to the point where they got so pissed off at us that they banned the school's uh banned the school from their server so that was all shut down for a while yeah did
1: you guys discover how to
0: do like flashing and colored text yeah we did also yeah but that, that went
2: on to become an actual holiday for the next decade.
0: Yeah, we decided to celebrate it. I remember the, the first Feminista. I remember going out and getting the keg and that poor uh, piñata with his arms ripped off.
1: Yeah, like looking back on it, like our, our most beloved college holiday is, is not exactly the most like culturally
2: sensitive. No, <laughs> well, <laughs> not start at all. Of it wasn't exactly. Right. It was
1: trolling the heck out of. Now, at least it wasn't like a room you guys went into that was discussing like serious women's issues no at least it was like a like get your bone on dudes pretending to be women and dudes pretending to be dudes
2: (laughs) and dudes pretending to be dudes that are other dudes
0: yeah all those dudes but yes.
1: yeah, yeah, look back on it. I try not to think too hard about the origins of the Feminista holiday. <laughs> Joel, what
2: what day was that, Joel? March 23rd, every year. Yep. We should. Which uh, we keep talking about maybe resurrecting it through the show. But I mean, after we all kind of separated ways, it, it kind of died
0: out and well, I don't it's know, been the, gone for a while. There's three of us that are all in the same state now. So that's at least somewhere. Right. True maybe. story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I actually think I've now become the central because I'm closer to Joel
0: than you are now. Really? Yep huh yeah i'm near schaumburg oh wow that's oh we got to celebrate it this year (laughs) it's coming up soon we need a full-on feminist revolution (laughs) oh
2: god so that would make it actual. well, if we would have done it last year, it would have been the, anniver- the actual anniversary, I think. Oh, well, no, actually, because the first year we celebrated it, but we didn't actually celebrate it. It wasn't until the following year that we actually did the full-on party, the big which, party would been, yeah. Yeah. which would have been 96, I believe. So that sounds... Uh... Well, 93, 94 was freshman year for me, uh-huh. and the Cave and X was 94, 95, which was when this would have happened.
0: Oh, that's yeah. true. Then and the
1: apartment, the march of the apartment would have been
0: 96. Yeah. Which, and then, because I remember Suzanne had to go, we drove her car to go get the keg. So she was li- ready to live in Chicago by that point.
2: So I'd lived for about 10 years and then died for about 10 years. And maybe it's hmm. time to start it up again. Anyway, moving on, yeah. we'll talk about that off air. So, All right, uh, so.
0: Web chat broadcasting system came out in 1990. No one didn't. No one here used that, did we?
1: No. I mean, this was basically a at the time it was chat interactive and event network. It was like they figured out you could sell ads with people talking, and uh, this was one of the first instant messenger kind yeah. of programs. Uh, I, I believe it was, uh, yeah, this was a little bit before AIM, AOL Instant Messenger, which we're uh, going to be talking about very shortly. Yeah, the, yeah. The pro-
0: this was established at the beginning. It just didn't take root. Well, and then in uh, 1991, AOL came out. Everyone got a Gets a disk. That time it was a floppy. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, man, there's whole landfills full of those things.
0: Well, I, have you seen some people that are doing like sculptures with them? No. Yeah, they're doing. There's like one guy made like a dragon entirely out of AOL disks. Wow. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find that picture for you guys. But AOL started up Instant Messenger, AOL Instant Messenger, where you can have a client running in the background. This is also after Windows 95 kicked in. We're able to have. Uh, things running in the background where well, you'd be up typing versus back when, you know, you would open up WordPerfect and could only have that running. This is where after after Windows 95 kicked in, you can have that running in the background in the taskbar in the bottom. So you'd be working on something and then a little chat bubble would pop up and it'd be so-and-so, you know, Josh saying, hey, Mike, what's going on? Or Joel, hey, you know, this, or that, and the other. And um, it kind of revolutionized the way people were started talking to each other. Totally. Yeah.
1: I mean, AIM itself didn't show up until 97. Uh, At the beginning, AOL was like CompuServe, where it provided access to its network, and then it started to provide limited access to the wider internet outside of its own, like, walled gardens of chat rooms and whatnot. And then once it started providing Internet access, all of a sudden, like right around 1994, it like became a huge dial-up service provider. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a time there in those early 90s where you could tell someone who was new to the Internet and probably kind of dumb by their AOL email address.
0: Yep. And uh, I still get taken aback when I'm – you because I'm working as a recruiter now and it's like I'll get people that will – look up their email and they have an AOL account.
2: My parents still use AOL. They Ooh. still pay for it? Yep. Oh god. Or I don't know how they do I don't know if they pay for it but they still use it and I was going to say
1: cuz everything useful about AOL is free now.
2: Well, maybe they don't pay for it then, but they still use it. I know, and I and doing the job that I do, um, we do some tech stuff for the site that uh, with the, that is attached to my job, and I have people that give me their email addresses, and they're still every once in a while there's an AOL thrown in there for fun.
0: You know, uh, just for another throwback, had a candidate that I called. You know, oh, I need. Uh, I looked up his email. He had an angelfire.net email. Oh, wow, <laughs> yeah.
2: Probably still like, has a GeoCities page too.
0: I know. <laughs> that's exactly it. I turned into Robin William. What year? is it so yeah. uh
1: aol I didn't have an uh aim screen name for so many years because of the stigma associated with aol
0: oh yeah it's a, that's exactly it i mean i never went to aol just for the fact that there were so many other i mean i i used juno for a long while and then i had netscape net primer trying to remember what the other what was the other net something or other uh online uh uh crud what was it i don't, I don't know i don't know I but don't it wasn't aol either. uh it was net something or other um, like that narrows it down. Uh, but after AOL, then something hmm. classmates came out. Yeah, I mean, classmates.com,
1: I don't know if you guys remember the heavy advertising for this.
0: Oh, yeah, there yeah. were pop-ups all over the
1: place. I mean, this was basically the earliest, like, tapping into some of the same desires that uh, fed the growth of Facebook, which we're going to talk about in the now, where it's like all those people you haven't seen in years, well, we're going to search the databases and give you some basic information, and if you pay us money and they pay us money, we'll reunite you guys.
0: See, I never. You know that that's all awesome. If you want, if you want to meet up with someone, if you want to f- dig people up, my situation was if I wanted to stay in contact with you, I was in contact with you for that sort of thing. I didn't. There was nobody in high school really. I mean, outside of a couple people that wound up at the same school as us, that right. I actually wanted to talk to. And even now on Facebook, people that you know from high school. Hey, you want to join this high school? You know, this is our uh, people who went to this school. I'm like. No, I don't. You know, I actually had one person who was like, "Why, why won't you join the group?" And I'm like, "Because high school sucked." And, oh no, it was awesome. I was like, "Yeah, for you, you, you were one of those people that want to actually talk to people in high school." So
2: well, I'm and bitter. what surprises me is, that, as far as I know, it's still around, and Facebook serves the same function. Only it's free. So yeah, I don't, <laughs> just cost I, I, your soul. What's that? Just cost your soul. <laughs> well. I wasn't using it anyway. Um, I, I mean, I, I remember signing up for it initially, but then when I was like, wait, you got to pay? What? No, no. no yeah, after
1: all, there's no money in nostalgia.
2: Uh, hmm. what he made it awkward I think so so anyway it was a it was a it was a decent concept but charging for it yeah
0: yeah this is now in 1996 this is the one that I actually wound up using the most after we got out of school was ICQ absolutely uh you mostly will remember the icon of the little daisy little green daisy with the red uh did you
2: push it and make it come up yes (sighs) Should I wean myself off that joke?
0: Yes, then I'll wean you out of the show. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, the little daisy that would head was green with a little red petal that would circle around it while it logged on, and the mm-hmm. noise amid that. Uh oh! Every time you get a message, um, away, very much away. The rest of us all kept in touch with each other. Now, like as about that time, I was living in Georgia. You guys were up here. I mean, we talked a lot over ICQ.
1: Do you guys remember which client you used for ICQ? Oh, geez, no. I know I used Trillion. I think I just used a regular ICQ one. I have no idea. Well, yeah. like, I mean, ICQ was over the Oscar Network, but in general, like most of the time, I mean, was there just a, a an official ICQ
0: client? Yeah, yeah. I had I had just a regular because I remember the icon. I remember Trillion. Because uh, that you can you you can load on more than one uh, IM service. Ah, that was the thing is I had an ICQ number, but I also like wanted like there
1: were people who only had my Yahoo chat or my MSN chat. Or eventually, I broke down and got an AOL username, and I just <coughs> loaded them all into Trillian.
0: Yeah, I only used ICQ, so I had um, jeez, uh, yeah, I had...
2: isn't that the one though where you could like select or it had the option for like which server was I don't know. I'm sure slots I'm, or something.
0: I'm sure there was a way you could I vaguely remember that you could switch slots and that sort of thing. So At least
2: that's what I remember, but I don't know. I, I I don't remember using it too too much, but it seemed like there was a way to, you know, like if one one of the bigger servers was busy like they could all you could switch to a different one or it would choose whichever one was
1: Well, that sounds right. Yeah. Available. yeah. Uh, and I remember <clears throat> you could send greeting cards, you could send emoticons, uh you could send
0: files. Yeah. And then, yeah. let's see, you could, yeah, you can send files, voicemails, you can do... Yeah, I remember there was an audio thing, too, that whenever... Remember we when uh, monitors used to come with a microphone built in? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I never <laughs> had one that had a, mon, uh, a microphone built in, but I remember them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I always said, oh, yeah. So uh, that and ICQ, and then AOL upgraded their messaging system to be to be similar to that. So they had the AOL Instant Messenger, which was another client. So that was the thing, is like, if you had people, friends that were on ICQ, AOL, and eventually Yahoo Messenger and... And uh, MSN Messenger, you would have you know four different groups of friends and four different clients. That that's why you would get a like your app trillion that you use, Josh. Uh huh. That would access all four or however many chat services that you had. So now
1: around the same time where you had all these basic functionally similar the, the MSN Messenger, which was renamed later to Windows Live, Yahoo. And AOL, a- a- you had this weird little program called Pal Talk, and it's only worth mentioning because it was a video chat. Really, in '98? Yeah, that's crazy. It was not only a video chat, but it was a video group chat. Hmm. Huh. It's kind of wacky. So, yeah, I mean, it's a Flash uh, flash Java-based application. Uh, I never used it, but it was worth mentioning because it, it's odd for the time, what it
0: was offering. Yeah, right. 98, everybody was still on dial-up back then, so must have been talking to, like, Lego people. <laughs> right, so. that's what I was thinking. <laughs>
2: it, it had to be, like, super pixelated and slow, and, like, every, like, 12th frame would refresh or something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so then there was a quick rundown on them. We had similar uh chat messaging programs like yahoo messenger uh msn messaging um which really was aggravating because you know nobody used it and it would always come preloaded on the computer so you had to try and figure out how to stop it from opening itself up and then it would update something would update on windows you get a security update and then msn manager messenger would start starting up when you started your computer every time and then you had to hated that thing anyway yeah what is qq
1: okay qq uh was really big in china it was uh open it was originally listed as oicq open icq and then it was that when AOL acquired ICQ, they sued the company Tencent that made QQ, of course, uh, which was huge in China. Hmm. And they decided to change the name to QQ, uh, which uh, you, you would see QQ used uh, in text chat to either mean cute or uh, to mean someone's crying because they kind of look like eyes with teardrops in them.
2: OK, I'm looking it up now.
1: And it was uh, kind of interesting that both QQ in the then and then GG, which we're going to talk about in the now, those are two really popular <laughs> things to say if you want to be a jerk to somebody, like at the end of an online game. Like QQ more is like telling them, "Oh, okay, go on, cry about it."
0: Huh? Or uh, GG
1: is supposed to mean good game, but usually it's meant sarcastically. It's like I just destroyed you. Good game. Okay. And, and we'll talk about the GG service, which is another uh, popular instant messaging service. Uh, But uh, once again, one that was not popular in the U S.
0: Okay. And then we've got, um, live journal was live journal actually a chat service. Or was that just like a blogging service?
1: Well, live journal, like we're also talking about, uh, social media. Oh okay. And Live journal, oh it's it was the Tumblr of its time. I mean, basically Live Journal is still big if you're Russian, but I, I don't know anyone. <laughs> like you're in a hurry? Yes, Joel, that's what I meant. <laughs> oh. Okay.
0: You are such a fucking idiot. What I had a live journal. I love
2: I, you. You have what? I have a live journal. I don't use it, but I, I have didn't one know you were out. Russian. I, I'm always in a hurry. I think there's two of them out there that I have.
1: I, I uh, used to have one. I, I yeah. used it a lot as huh. like a public diary with private entries that were only available if you were like a good friend of mine. Huh. Yeah, I never uh. saw those. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I I don't think we'd friended each other on this because yeah. No. I, I,
2: uh.
1: Although I used initials like when I was in my. Drinking and wenching years. Uh, it was pretty tell-all, so I set a lot of them to private. Hmm. And uh, friends friends of mine were just like, "Yeah, no." As your life got more stable, your life journal got way less interesting.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. I remember using that, and and at the time, it was one of those things where you could. You felt like you could just put whatever you wanted out there, and and at that point, it was a little harder to like track you down. Right. Or to realize who it was that that was and there was less people on still. It wasn't quite the huge boom that's happened.
0: Yeah. This is this is way before doxing became a thing. Yeah. Like the past 10, 15 years where
2: everybody uses all this stuff, you know, back then still it was it was kind of if you were online uh, doing that stuff. You it was kind of were, you were out of the ordinary at that time, right? Right, and I mean we had some of the stuff like we had at work, like the instant messenger or the the Yahoo messenger that we would use when we worked at uh, the internet company. Me and Pat. Um, so that's where I kind of got used to that, but yeah, this was this was a I had a lot of fun with it just because you could kind of just throw yourself out there and be anonymous, but still, it's like a confessional almost, you know? Cool, man. I wish I knew where that page was.
1: Oh, like I I can, I just found my live journal. Wow, uh, it was titled Nothing Clever to Say, and I I have my little icon of uh, the Val Kilmer in Tombstone says, I'm in my prime is
0: it the one with him with the drawn out eyes and all that?
1: No, I mean that was like a thing was uh, <clears throat> finding pictures and cropping them down to a, a live journal appropriate uh size. Size? Yeah. Huh. And then this this also had a, like a very early form of what you'd find on Facebook with like a current mood, current music. And otherwise, it was just like a diary. Huh? Yeah,
2: more or less. Oh, jeez.
1: What? Oh, I was just looking at the live journal, like at docstout.livejournal.com, and it's got some like early pictures of when I first met Sarah. Oh, like I used this mostly right around 2004 to 2006, even though it was something that was established in the late
2: 90s. You just made me think of what mine might have been. I'm trying to see if I can figure it out here.
0: All right. Well, then what is – okay, Josh, I didn't put this in here, but what's Vampire Freaks? Okay,
1: VampireFreaks.com. I only mention it because it was one of these weird things that should like never have worked its way out into even like beyond the fringiest of the fringe. Uh, it was a goth uh, and industrial culture website. But what ended up happening is that it, it got these user groups together that they named cults. And like anybody who was interested in the gloomy from the emo kids to the metalheads to the goths, like got in this. And it became this social network that you would see like this incredible piece of artwork or this crazy fan fiction uh, stuff that now would be hosted on Tumblr or Instagram or something. And you'd see this link back to this site, Vampire Freaks. It's like, well, what is it? I mean, it was supposed to just be the subculture, mostly about Gothic industrial music, but it kind of broke out of that. And huh. uh, if not for uh, bigger social networks, I mean, this is right before MySpace. This is 1999, so it's four years before MySpace. It might have
2: taken deeper root. Hmm. Hmm. I never heard of it. And it looks like my uh, Live Journal page was purged. So, supposedly. Really? Yours is still there. Yeah, mine says it was purged. Uh, VampireFreaks.com is now uh, interesting. I'm sorry, what were we going (laughs) to say?
1: I I don't know if I logged into it or what. I I guess there was access, uh, there was activity on it like eight years ago. So, whatever.
0: Yeah. All right. So, uh, that is the then. Yeah, we're
1: approaching 2000, which is where we take our break. And uh, I guess when we come back, we're going to talk about the, some of the things that we've just previewed. MySpace, GG, all the way up to Instagram and Vines and Snapchats.
0: And all, the, all those things that those crazy kids are using. Yeah. Get off my lawn. All right. So we'll be back in a little bit, and uh, we'll keep chatting it up.
1: So what's VampireFreaks.com now?
0: Uh, I don't know if I'm doing it right. That's it. That's the ICQ again. All right. So now we're back talking about uh, still online chatting. So from year 2000 is usually our split. And Josh has – he's dug into it and found some unusual chat ones like gadu gadu. Yeah. Commonly known as
1: GG. This is the GG I was talking about. Uh, This was mostly interesting because, like I was saying, QQ and GG. But this is still big but only in Poland. Really, yeah, Gadu Gadu is Polish for chitchat, huh, and it is a Polish instant messaging client uh instant messaging client, and uh even today it has over fifteen million registered accounts and a six and a half million users online every day,
0: yeah, that's in Polish, yep, <laughs> oh, wow,
1: yeah, and it's financed by delivering ads, like I said, there's not a whole lot to say about it uh. Since we already kind of discussed it when I talked about QQ, but that's that's its thing. It's basically a slightly newer Polish QQ,
0: <laughs> which out of context makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So, uh, but after that, you put up something that actually I don't think Joel or Pat would even use, but to you and me, Josh, TeamSpeak.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anyone aside from you and I ever used Team uh, TeamSpeak.
0: No, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's um, voice chat. For while you're gaming, yep, yeah, it was. You can get yourself a TeamSpeak client, and you can you could purchase the client, and uh, there was a way that you could pay. I forget how the you purchase server space. Is that how it worked?
1: That sounds right. Like I think uh, people owned a TeamSpeak server. Like I always knew a TeamSpeak server that I could log into.
0: Yeah, and this was for playing. Usually, I mean. Pretty much always MMOs, being able to talk with your teammates while you're doing a raid or doing something like this. So it was very geek oriented, uh, you know, online gamer focused. Um, But this, it's still, is it still around?
1: Yeah. yeah, it's still around. Uh, the f- funny thing is yeah. I almost never used TeamSpeak uh, because its latency was not great. Its f- uh, fidelity was not great. And I mostly played while WoW hardcore in like the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. And we always used Ventrilo, which I didn't have on our list here. But it's basically like TeamSpeak aside from the fact that your servers for Ventrilo could maintain up to 400 people. Yeah, uh, where in general, like TeamSpeak servers, uh, 8, 12, 16, and the uh, audio was much clearer and cleaner and crisper on vent. So I know when I was doing 25 man rating in World of Warcraft, like vent is what we used. Yeah.
0: Now, in 2003, something called LinkedIn came out. Now, that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a LinkedIn profile. Uh, use it, you know, all the time because of my because of my job, and um, it's it's in for business. It's for networking. It's for talking with business people. It's been in my case, more than one time. It's been uh, about you know finding a job, you know, and that sort of thing. Uh, it's uh, kind of like Facebook for for businesses, but people tend to do more like uh, there's. If there's like uh, Richard Branson, uh, head of uh, virgin, um, he he posts things on there, and there's a lot of cross posting and on it. but it also was like a virtual resume on there. So that's I mean, that's one of the things that's very cool about it because you could you could now that the internet at that point was starting to really roll out, people were using it more for communication on everyday type things than they were, you know just for gaming or just for chatting. Uh, this came out, and you were able to get in touch with people. And they kind of a little bit more restrictive on it, where it would be if you wanted to contact somebody, you either had to directly know them, like work with them, or have a way that you were connected to them, or you needed to know their email. And they otherwise, you they have a thing called there's first, second, and third tier contacts. So you're like first first uh, tier contacts for me would be people that I directly work with, see every day. Second would be like their friends and third out would be people that they used to work with, that sort of thing. But it's mainly used for for business, finding jobs, people um, talking about, you know, talking about work. Uh, but for many people, including myself, use it as a way of finding your uh, you know, getting your resume notice and getting a new job. So I have an account, but I don't think I've ever used it for anything. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, I use yeah. it. I was a late adopter to a lot of this stuff cuz this came out about the same time as MySpace, <laughs> which we're about to talk about. Yeah. And I mean, I think I got a LinkedIn and a MySpace probably in 2005-ish, but I don't know. I was still using like like we talked in the first. I was still using LiveJournal until like 2007. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, I have over five, well, it caps you out, you know, it's like friends on Facebook, but it stops you at 500. I mean, it doesn't, it not stops you, but it, it will, it'll stop, um, it'll stop reporting. So it'll, so you don't have people that are just like, oh, I just want to uh, see how many people, how many contacts I can get. So it'll cap it on announcing 500. So it says 500 plus, but I recruit. So that's pretty standard for me. Yeah. So after that, Cam CamFrog. Cam Frog. You know what, Camfrog is? No idea. No idea. (laughs) Camfrog, a video chat and instant messaging client created by Camshare, worldwide video chat. Hmm. So I want to say, this is a precursor to stuff like uh, Chatroulette and Omegle. Oh, I could Uh, see that. Yeah. Okay. But now the big one, MySpace, two thousand and three, for seizure-inducing web pages. Go to (laughs) MySpace
2: (laughs) and uh, all of those early personality quizzes. And all the annoying music that would kick on as soon as you clicked on the page.
0: I had a MySpace account for maybe 10 minutes. What? I never, never really had a MySpace. I had one, but I never did anything with it. It was like, hey, I filled out the generic profile and then completely forgot about it. Huh. Oh, man, I
2: used the hell out of it. Yeah, same here. I was I was like, <clears throat> when Facebook came along and everybody was like, you've got to switch over to Facebook. I'm like, no, nah, MySpace for life. <laughs> <I> like,
0: uh, <laughs> you made a <him> joke. <laughs>
2: I, uh, yeah, I was, I was yeah. all about MySpace for the longest time until everybody started jumping ship. And when the awful show started, everybody was on Facebook more than MySpace. And so I slowly kind of started learning and figuring out kind of what the differences were. And then I eventually, as the more functionality was added to Facebook, I, made the full-on switch over and and i've i think i talked about this on the show once before but one night i got bored and i'm like wonder if my myspace account is still there so i went back and i got my login got back into my account and let me tell you excuse me ever since tom sold myspace and went off to be a world traveler um the functionality of myspace is quite possibly the most i'm sorry the least user-friendly on the planet (laughs) It is, it is like, it's like a, it's like waterboarding. I mean, if you want to go get waterboarded for an hour, head over to MySpace. It's, it's, oh man, it's terrible. I don't know why it even exists anymore, to be honest.
1: Huh. See, now I'm curious if I, if I can access mine. Cause I don't know. I, I used it a lot. I, I wasn't quite to where Joel was, where he was regretting having the MySpace tattoo or anything <laughs> right under the Juliana Hatfield tattoo.
2: Uh, uh, nobody sees that. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was partially because I was hanging out with a slightly younger crowd. I, I was doing a lot of improv at the time and hanging out with people at bars who are a few years younger. People I still see on occasion, not as often as I'd like. But, uh, yeah, that was more that generation's thing.
2: Huh. Head over to MySpace. You can hook up with them. It still exists, doesn't it? Oh, it yeah, still it's exists. Terrible.
1: I, I just can't That's...
2: remember my password. Seriously, dude, it is it is it is god awful. I I tried to figure things out on there, and it just was so horribly like confusing and messed up. I was like, Tom, Tom, why have you forsaken us? Because he's a smart smart dude. But yeah, no, it's it's awful. <laughs> Anybody who has a MySpace account and hasn't been on there for a while, go and then send us an email or voicemail about your experience.
1: Cool. Yeah, Thanks. I'm trying. To, apparently, it, uh, my MySpace account is older than my current email address, which is crazy because my email address is pretty old. <laughs>
0: All right, so then we've got what do we have? MySpace, Skype, which we are using right now, came out in yeah. two thousand three and still going strong. Got purchased by Microsoft in two thousand thirteen. I want to pull out of put all pull out of my ear. Um, yeah, thir- two thousand thirteen got relaunched. Uh, got purchased by New- News Corp in two thousand five, and there was a little bit of a decline in it. Microsoft, I think personally saved it. Um. It's online phone phone calling.
1: I'll be honest; like, I didn't have a Skype account until we started doing this podcast, and I've never used it for anything other than podcasting.
0: I've used it for some some interviewing people because a lot. Here's the thing: is that there's a lot of people uh, that only use it for, um, uh, like, I'll, I'll talk to somebody like, "Hey, you want to come in for an interview? Ah, can you just Skype?" I'm like I don't, I didn't realize that that was a thing now, but apparently that is.
2: Well, I didn't, I didn't start using Skype until Apple Show days when it used to tell you how many users were on, and it was crazy sometimes, like five million users are on currently, and I'm like, no wonder it's slow. But um, I know, like, for my sister over in Japan, she can call and, and video chat and kind of feel more connected because okay. she has Skype. So you know, it's got other uses that are that are kind of neat, and I've used it um, for that, and then. Of course we're doing shows, but not really much beyond that. So yeah, I don't I don't interview seems like that's I'd be like, No, you need to come in.
0: Yeah. yeah honestly. Well, I mean, think about it. If it wasn't for Skype, we wouldn't be able to pull this off. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, but after that, two thousand and four Facebook showed up the on the scene. Juggernaut. Stadium. Yes, and has not stopped.
2: That changed the way everything <laughs> that changed everything, literally. That like changed the way everything works.
0: It really it really does. I mean in how many of us did not get back into touch until we found each other on Facebook?
1: That's true. I mean, yeah. I would say that if you're going to call Skype as one of the pillars of the show, the show really has a tripod of services and Facebook is another pillar. And then Gmail slash Google, uh, drive is the third pillar. Yeah. Cause we need all three of those things to make the show happen.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's, and Facebook, um, I'm trying to figure out when I started. I.
2: I want to say I was about two thousand six or seven.
1: Well, oh, it should show you on your uh, profile.
0: Yeah, I'm, I don't want to scroll that far down. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe in your about me or something. Maybe.
1: Oh, yeah, that. I can't remember when it starts like uh, collapsing the years.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Let me see Facebook. Uh, I don't know where I. I, I am I not that, sure. I'm. It's good radio here, folks.
1: As we're all looking at Facebook.
0: Yes. While you listen to us, look at, look at Facebook. Facebook. Something about right. But no, I mean, it's – and what's what's interesting is that they – I never expected, like, my in-laws to get on Facebook. You know, it's it's up until, like, maybe, say, the last four or five years, I've started seeing, uh, you know, seeing my mom getting in touch with her high school friends on Facebook, seeing all sorts of, you know, cool interactions that – you know, like, my uh, my mom got back in touch with the woman who's my godmother. And, you know, she comes over for Thanksgiving now. They found each other on Facebook again. So, you know, just very cool stuff. It looks like I started... You found out?
1: Oh, uh, okay. So, if you go to your... There's a timeline thing? Yeah. See the yeah. years? Like... You could uh, probably deduce by the years that are actually featured there, when they stop becoming sequential, the one before they stop becoming sequential is probably the year you joined. It looks like I joined in 2006 because okay. it jumps from 2006 back to 1998. And I know I didn't have a, 19, uh, a Facebook account in 98. It looks if you like-
2: did, you would have been the first. Potentially, uh, whoop, but I mean, well, you think you think about it. I mean, it's become an adjective. Yeah, it's a noun. It's I'm Facebook. I
0: mean, I, I got my first message. My first message on Facebook was February sixth, two thousand eight. Okay, I'm for, currently fe- fed up with all the snow, though I still like chili. As the first it, thing, <laughs> that is <laughs> wow. the first thing I wrote <laughs> in, on Facebook, and my first friend was Shane Barnett.
1: Oh, wow. How'd you find that out?
0: Uh, scrolling.
1: <laughs> he, he's been scrolling since we started the conversation. Yeah, I've been scrolling. Keep
0: scrolling, 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 scrolling. Yeah, yeah. scrolling. My second what? friend was uh, Matt Shivers. And then, I don't think I want to scroll that far. And then shmoo. And I had absolutely – apparently it took a little bit of time for me to get starting to use it because that's all in February. And then March, I had absolutely no posts in 2008 of March. <coughs> huh?
1: For like the first two years I used Facebook, I didn't quite get the uh, status update. I always uh, f- figured my status update would start with a sentence where the first two words were my name. So for like a year, like I could see from uh, my, I have a status is going to is going to bed. That's one of my statuses. Just as is going to bed. So you'd read it as Josh Brown is going to bed.
2: Yeah. I did the same thing.
0: Yeah, uh, July twenty second, two thousand and eight. I said monkey. I don't know how far back to go because it's still showing me like month by month.
1: Well, you got to click on the year. Uh, Oh, uh, in the upper left-hand corner, you've got your name, timeline, Um, and then you can click on a drop-down for the year. You could probably deduce. And then (laughs) that is so weird. It looks like my first post is just is at
0: home. Peached whales are responsible for getting four coworkers and my wife pretty buzzed at the store party. Nice. Sent that to Pat. Oh man, I haven't had a peach whale in forever. The first, the first uh, celebrity that I liked was Bruce Campbell. Wow, <laughs> that's fantastic! Awesome. All right, before yeah, before, before we, we have everyone just yeah.
1: listening to us, browse our Facebook <laughs> accounts, which is awesome yeah. radio. <laughs>
0: um, so anyway, okay, Facebook 2004, then Google Talk and Hangouts came out in 2005. Uh, Google Talk was a rough. Chat service, um, but because they've kept pressing through it, Hangouts actually is one of those app- apps now that comes preloaded on anything you buy Android. Um, it's it's nice because what it. You're, you can actually use Hangouts to make uh, web phone calls.
1: Yeah, we tried using Hangouts for this show. Yeah. We're and gonna, it's great if you have an audience of 300 that just wants to hear you talk, or if you have three and no more than three people talking I don't at the know same time. I swear, it, and it always was Pat. But we got it to work exactly once where all four
0: of us could be heard. Yeah, got to figure that out. <clears throat> All right, so then Campfire. What the hell is Campfire? Uh, yeah, this is one you added. so I did? Yes. No, I didn't add this. Uh, I didn't add it.
1: With the initial uh, bullet points that were in the show notes, this was one
0: of them. Oh, no, that's just I cut and paste something. All right, don't oh. know what that is. <laughs> don't know uh, what Campfire like was, is. came out in 2006. Part of the
1: Basecamp stuff, uh, Basecamp is a web application company out of Chicago, and it looks like Campfire is their business oriented online chat service. Okay. So it's basically as uh, LinkedIn is to Facebook, Campfire is to uh, like AOL's instant messenger.
0: Right. Uh, 2006, Twitter came out. Uh, 140 characters, just enough characters to get whatever it is you're trying to say misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: for a long time I didn't get Twitter, and I'm still not entirely sure I do. Uh, I, it's useful. I, I think I use it more to see what other people are saying than to say anything myself. Like occasionally, someone will respond to the show's Twitter or to me in general, and we'll have a cool conversation. Or if I get involved in something like the uh, the comic book project I was telling you guys about, that's got a hashtag with it. Yeah, like I'll post my progress, and like other people who are uh, reading 52 comics in 2016, will see the hashtag and respond. Yeah, oh. Th- that's interesting. Or if you want to promote a
0: link to a YouTube video or to content somewhere, it's useful there. My but. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm looking. My first Twitter account, uh, Malky72, uh, joined October 2007. Ah, huh, right around the Facebook time. Right around when Twitter came uh, out. Right. Uh, 2007, Tumblr. I don't know what to think about Tumblr. I still don't know what to think about Twitter. I It's microblogging, but it seems like there's all crazy people there.
1: No, I mean, it depends on what you're into. Like I can't say I use Tumblr very often, but I, in some ways I get it more than I get Twitter like I'm looking at my tweets and most of my tweets are like automated things that happen from uh, other apps. Um, But when I was on Tumblr, if you subscribe to certain uh, topics, it seems like a lot of it is like, I want to have this really small blog post with a little bit of words, a link, maybe a video or an image or a piece of a series of pieces of art. And, A lot of other people who like the same things you do are searching, once again, using the hashtags and uh, reblogging your stuff to let their followers see it.
0: Yeah, and that's like where Twitter, the retweet is to Tumblr's reblog.
1: Yeah, I mean they're very, very similar – in terms of them being, I don't know, small bite-sized things that are, to me, more interesting to see what other people are doing there than they are to contributing anything myself, and maybe that's a generational thing.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't ever, I, I, don't have a Tumblr, but I'll, you know, go on there once in a while and see what's happening.
0: Yeah, occasionally, you know, you, ha- you can see, you know, stuff leaks from Tumblr onto Reddit. Yeah, whether it be good or bad. Um, so uh, Apple Messages came out two thousand and nine. I don't even know what that I, is. I, I guess it's an Apple Messenger. As <laughs> far as I know, I, I'm all Android, man. And then 2009 yeah, saw both Chat Roulette and Omegle for unsuspecting dicks.
2: Without that site, there would be no The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy.
1: Because of The Internet with Scott the Pool Boy, I wanted to make sure we at least talked about Chat Roulette. And I don't th- like, I messed with it a little bit, but. That was another thing where I understood chat roulette almost not at all.
0: Well, best as I get it, it's best as I understand it. You go on there, you set up your webcam, you hit the button, and then someone shows you their penis.
1: There's <laughs> there's more than just penis on there.
0: Not by my experience. There's two penises. Uh, I beg to differ on that also. I clicked that button at least three times. Yeah, no, And it's, then I was I, done. And I'm like, Pat, get out of here.
2: Uh, Scott proved <laughs> to me that it's not just... Penises, but you have to wade through a lot of dicks before you get to something of use, well, see, or that's someone a, that's legitimately there to chat.
0: Maybe that's the thing is that I just don't want to wade through that many dicks. Exactly, thirty-seven is enough <laughs> in a row. In a row. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see why anybody would go on there intentionally to chat with somebody because if you want to talk to somebody, I, I don't know.
0: Uh, well, I mean, a lot of it. Skype. A lot of it with. I mean, well, here is the thing: if you're on Skype, you don't get a random person that I think is the, is the draw on chat roulette and a is you don't know who you're going to be talking to. And sometimes you win, you get some cool person you can have a good conversation with or, or whatnot. Or, you know, sometimes you, you get Dick. Um, let me show you their dick. Yeah. I mean, so it seem to
1: be pretty obsessed on this whole dick issue. Well, there's I mean, a lot
0: of them on there. Have, okay.
1: Have you tried chat roulette? Yeah. I mean, occasionally you'll see someone who's wanking it. You just hit next. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Maybe I just had a bad run. You know, maybe I just, you know, maybe it was just wanking at night and nobody told me. Because it seemed to me that when I tried it, that one, you know, the one time I tried it, I it was like Joel's Forest of Dicks.
2: Every night is wanking at night on Charolette and Omega. It's a national holiday year round. All right. So now. Dick, 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 <laughs> dick, 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 dick,
0: dick. We're kind of getting into apps now. Less on clients that would be on your on your keyboard, on your computer, and more that would be on your phone. So we have WhatsApp. Um, WhatsApp started in 2010. Uh, it's on Android and iOS. And it's, it's a user base of up to 900 million people. And it's a global messaging application. So it's one of those where I think it's free to sign up. And eventually you can pay to get rid of ads. I've never used this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the big deal here is for a while, either you were in the the Android world or the iOS world. And if you wanted to have a true instant messenger where you could send anything, videos, pictures, chats, whatever, WhatsApp uh, filled that niche until basic texting added all of those features.
0: Mm. Oh, it's actually in 2014, it was bought by Facebook. Of course. Yeah. So, so
1: I mean, I think this is one of those things like the, the Palm Pilot was replaced by the smartphone. This was an awesome idea for like a couple
0: years. Well, I, you know what? The thing is, though, people still use it, though. I mean I know I know people that use it, but I don't I mean I I guess it's just for me it would not be everybody I talk to not having to call them and say, Hey, can you download the WhatsApp app so we can talk when there's so many other ways to get in touch. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know. I, I, I think that when it started six years ago, I didn't want to do that. And now I do want to do that, but I can do that with
0: things that are come pre installed on my phone. Right. Uh, 2010 also saw the rise of Instagram, where people will show you what you're eating. I was just going to say, or the rise of the food, food blogs, food pictures. Right? Well, also. It's not
1: all food pictures. Well, I, I actually just started an Instagram like last week. Oh, really? Yeah. I was bored and in the car, and I kind of get Instagram a little more than I get some of these others. Uh, where you just want to send a picture of what's around, uh, maybe a caption, maybe a hashtag, and there are the built-in filters. Like, I, I spent a day, because I was having a slow day driving, and I had hashtag a day in the lift, and I was just taking pictures of wherever my rides took me. Yeah. that's Well, that's cool. I- and you can follow, like, I followed Star Wars, a bunch of people from Facebook, uh, we mutually followed each other there, there's like a reddit hashtag okay or account so yeah. like this one I kind of get
0: yeah mine is I'm the Java cat on there I think I've been on there for a while I think I joined like shortly after uh, it started up I can't I can't find the date of it but I you know initially it started out with me just taking taking pictures of crazy things that I found at um thrift, thrift stores so like the, my icon for it is uh A picture of this ceramic cat that i found at the uh i found at one of the goodwills by me and you know there's all sorts of crazy stuff that i found on there including this like Bahume, uh bah i forgot how to say it baphomet baphomet uh incense burner where the smoke comes out of his nose and uh that sort of thing but um i haven't used it too much i mean just recently now that you know with the podcast i've tried to start using it more but it's one of those i got and i've got some cool pictures of the family and vacation pics on there uh one of the other things that they do on here is I believe they have a another service on Instagram, off of Instagram, that you can take your pictures and send them as postcards. Because oh. I've got... Wow. Yeah, because I've got a a postcard of the girls that we took when we were down in Florida several years ago hanging on the fridge. And it's an Instagram picture. So it's like, well, the cool thing is you can, let's say, like a Christmas picture, you get a picture of the whole family on your phone. You can use that as your Christmas, Christmas card. You just key in all the addresses off your address book, hit send, and then Instagram would just send those cards, those postcards to everybody.
1: The other thing I discovered in my one week on Instagram is if you click the magnifying glass, uh, the search function, it's not just like searching for a word that you suggest. It also shows you a bunch of random pictures based on the people and subjects you've chosen to follow.
0: Okay. Postagram, that's what it's called. Sorry
1: so I, this this is one that I think that I'd probably end up using at least as much as I use Twitter and certainly more than I personally use
2: Tumblr. yeah, see, yeah, I, I, once again, Instagram is one that I, I don't totally get. I, I go on there you know for friends' pages and stuff and and click around but or yeah. like um, celebrities like Juliana Hatfield, for example, has an Instagram, and it's kind of neat because you can see her working in the studio on albums and she'll post videos and things. yep, but for me personally, nah, yeah, nobody needs to see all that.
0: Nobody got time for that. No, no, nobody. Ain't nobody got time for that. 2011. Pinterest. I for as much as you can't understand Instagram, I have no understanding of Pinterest. Pinterest I'm is right a rabbit hole.
2: It's a rabbit hole, dude. Don't 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 take the blue pill or the red one, whichever one.
1: It's a crocheted rabbit hole with it, I right?
2: on a doily. I, I, I got a Instagram account. A Pinstagram? Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Pinterest. Buy
0: that URL.
2: <laughs> I got a Pinterest account and started to repin and look at stuff. And it is crazy how much time you can waste on there if you get into a certain section of stuff that you are interested in. Like, I was looking at tattoo ideas. I was looking at comic book stuff. I was looking at, you know, whatever quotes or movie stuff. And you get get in there and there's separate sections for everything. It's not just for, you know, how to make a cake or how to make a, a doily. You know, there's actual, like, there's horror movie ones. And there's, like I said, tattoos and comics and TV shows. And it if you get going and you start going down the little... Page to the next one, to the next one, and it just it's it's a time waster, man. Huh. I, I had to give it up.
1: I I don't know, man. I, I just I, I waste my time already on so many other platforms. And just the fact that the bulk of everything I saw was either arts and crafts or recipes. Mason jars just like, with birds on them. Yeah, I'm just not the target market for it, and that's okay. Like you can take something that was made for someone other than you and refit it to your purposes by saying, okay, rather than having sewing and crocheting and crafting, we're going to have Mario and geek stuff. But I, you know, I, I have my source to look at Mario stuff. I, I don't need to go to Pinterest.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I, I know Suzanne is completely into Pinterest. I. She was she was doing macrame the other night. Like, what are you doing? I got you know, kind of like, what's with all this rope? You know, oh, I saw it on Pinterest, and I just went in the other room and got on Reddit. Hey macrame, <laughs> so also that Snapchat.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I was on there for about a month.
0: Yeah, same and Yeah. Now you can send money by Snapchat. Do you know that? You can that? send money through Facebook. Yeah, that's that's even newer. I know it was like a year or so ago Snapchat would allow you to send money to people so you can pay them for their quick nude photos. Uh,
2: uh, that's just it, you know, it again it's dick pics or it's pictures of people doing stuff randomly. It was fun to kind of like draw on the pictures and stuff. And, but again, it was like, it was a time waster that it just was unnecessary, in my opinion.
0: Well, and the other thing is the people that run Snapchat are sketchy as shit. They, I mean, some of the stuff that I've seen with them in the press, you know, like, um, Suddenly, you know, oh, yeah, we, uh, let's see, there was a lawsuit over uh, ownership. And then they also added into the uh, terms and conditions not too long ago that, oh, yeah, we may keep some of your pictures to use for advertising. They just sort of snuck that in there. Um, hmm. They have 7 billion daily video views in 2016, which is nuts. Uh, the snaps, they range from 1 to 10 seconds. And you can also do the videos and all that. But again, never really got into it. I know I have one. (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah, I never signed up for this, but I mean, I'm not going to judge it. It's just another thing that's not for me. If I were single, this might be something that was of interest to me. In fact, I would not be surprised. This conversation would probably go differently if Pat were here because you've got the three married guys talking about how they don't understand the app that single people used to show each other nudes. I mean, okay. Dick,
2: dick, 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 dick,
0: dick, 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 dick. Uh, I'm sure now, Pat's shown his dick on Snapchat. Oh, my God. Please don't go there. <laughs> Too late. Uh, so anyway, now the lifeblood of our our uh, organizational skills, Facebook Messenger. Yep. Oh, man.
1: <clears throat> Facebook Messenger and I, <laughs> like when they s- split it off of Facebook and made you download a separate app, it made me so mad. Like really? I for a long time I was a diehard, like, I'm not going to install this second app. This is bull. I'm just not gonna do it. So like when we were talking, I would have to go into Facebook on the browser on my smartphone yeah. to see what you guys were saying.
0: Oh. Yes. And CIA. when I
1: finally got the new phone, I broke down and I was like, This is stupid. I'm standing on a point that Facebook doesn't care about and the only person it's inconveniencing is me.
0: hmm I I Use it continually on my phone. I mean, that's literally how the four of us communicate. You know, if we're not talking to each other on on Skype before the show, we're planning the show entirely through a uh, Google Drive, uh, the show notes on Google Drive, and then on Facebook Messenger. I mean, also. Uh, the other cool thing about it is like when you organize groups and stuff, I like the way they have the organizational thing. So if you have an event coming up, you can take everybody from that event and create a chat from it. You know, so everybody can talk about what's, you know, whatever it is that's coming up. You know, you have a potluck or a game night or whatever coming up. Everybody can, you can invite everybody to the one chat. Um, it's, you know, I, as for as much as Facebook is known as being the person that's bringing in all of your information, it's friggin' convenient.
1: (laughs) Well, that and, you know, I don't really care about that sort of information. I recognize that my information being offered up to advertisers is what funds Facebook. And you get to a point where there's so much personal information about so many people that so long as the really sensitive stuff, like uh, heartbreaking personal trauma, bank information, uh, I suppose your address and personal phone number. So long yeah. as that stuff's safe, like th- they can have the rest of it because when there's so many lines in a database, mm-hmm. who cares? It's like the housewives freaking out about mail bombs. No, Al Qaeda's not going to send you a bomb. <laughs> they, they have access to my personal information and nobody gives a shit about it.
2: Right. Yep. Right. And and for me Facebook Messenger is, is I mean that like you said, it's it's really the way that I communicate with people anymore. I don't even text very often except for like my cousin who who doesn't use Facebook much, or my mom occasionally, you know? Or if I can't get find somebody, if somebody's not on Facebook, you know, I'll text them. But that's the way I communicate with most people during the day because you can send pictures, you can you know send links, you can talk, you can create groups, like you said. If you don't want to be a part of that group, you leave the group. You can always come back if you want. I mean, it's it's very user friendly and it's it's actually kind of fun. You add all the emojis and the the other little like what do you what do you call those?
0: The stickers. The stickers,
2: yeah. It gets to be fun, you know?
0: Yeah, now that you can put gifts in there too, man, you are like <laughs> the king of gifts that have absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah since i use my smartphone for work occasionally i'll get the notification i'll get the token. i'm like oh is this an important email oh it's a cartoon hopping <laughs> around in florida <four laughs> going on 14 chat
0: yeah it's like you know we're talking about pizzas and that sort of thing and then we get i get my mind's uh navy. i get hey look you know <laughs> oh, okay I look and it's what was the what was the last one that you you posted, Joel? That made absolutely no the racist shark.
2: No, no it wasn't. A, no, I don't appreciate your misogyny.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a shark that was like, I don't appreciate. But your you are misogyny. a master. It's like whatever we're talking about, you are amazingly good at posting the GIF that has the least to do with whatever it is we're talking about. <laughs> it's Like real life, dude. Come on. So, <laughs> so do any of us use Vine?
1: No, I don't have – I have watched Vines. Like, this is another one where I sort of get the appeal because I've seen comedy Vines where they are these six-second mini-movies, and some of them are legitimately funny.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them are pretty clever. I mean, some of them, there's something like the one where the guy's looking in – he's – what is it? He's – takes the lid off the little house and he's in the house and it's like that, just that cool loop thing going on where he's like a miniature him. I don't even know how to describe it. Well,
2: it's, it's like condensed. It's condensing your, your situation into, you know, a, however long a vine can be maximum.
0: Yeah. And then it's if, but for every one of those clever or funny ones, it seems like there's five, you know, some idiot. N- well, not to say dick pics, but five uh, idiots <laughs> knocking over the Doritos display at the Walmart.
2: Uh, you guys are obsessed with the PMS. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of those on Vines, too. There's Vine porn. Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, these are looping videos that remind me a little bit of – there was a thing on YouTube for a while where they're
0: like five-second stories. I don't know if you guys ever watched those. No, I never watched that one, but I can see where you would make the connection on that.
1: Yeah, and instead of having like a whole bunch of five-second stories all looped together in a like two-minute YouTube video – These are like someone will send out their five second loop as almost like a video tweet. And I kind of get that, especially when you use stuff like Twitter and Instagram right after a major news event or if like there's a shocking revelation on a big TV show. Like I would go to Twitter immediately after every episode of Game of Thrones
0: just to see what and, people are talking about?
1: Yeah, and just to see the reactions when, like, a major character dies or something shocking happens. Like, that would be a part of my Sunday evenings on HBO. I'd do that and I'd go straight to Twitter and sit on it for like an hour.
0: All right. So, uh, now, and I mean, we, and we're just skimming, like, the cream of. The chat things that are out there. There are so many different chat programs and now apps and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, if there's an app or a website that you personally use that we didn't touch on it, it might be that uh, we're not aware of it or it might be we wanted to make sure the show wasn't just going to be four hours. Yeah.
0: And if you know if event, it, look for us. We might, have, we might have an account there and just don't know about it. <laughs>
1: And uh, if there's something that's maybe you're one of our international listeners and there is a particular program that we didn't talk about that's huge in your country, give us a call. Let us know about it. 708 Now Rap. 708 yeah. 669 Drop us that line because I would love to hear about something in Europe or Kiwi New Zealand, Chat. Australia.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I know like Kilaueba uses Snapchat pretty regularly in Australia. Yeah. So I know that some of those, you know, are big world why but yeah it'd be interesting see yeah, which ones one are the big one in, in new sites over called
0: there. sheep dip
2: that's new zealand yeah yeah
0: um so yeah definitely if you want to get in touch with us i mean we're on i you know you can get us on email i mean as any of these chat things where we've just mentioned that we have accounts on wake us up Do we have a tumblr yeah we do <laughs> we have a tumblr why because i thought we should have one because why not i <laughs> i think the only thing that we have that posts on tumblr is the new show has popped up oh, gotcha so, yeah something so But, uh, yeah, so if you have an idea for a show, give us a call. Like Josh said, at 708-NOW-RAP. Or you can find us on uh, iTunes, Blueberry, Stitcher, Shoe, and Google Podcasts as soon as they launch that.
1: Don't forget you can always tune in Saturdays at noon to Geek Life Radio where you're going to find us after stick twiddlers but before
0: turnbuckle throwbacks. Right. See us there or listen to us there. And uh, next week, Kid Stars is the second a long-awaited second episode in the Kid Stars shows. First one we did was Kid Stars The Winners, talking about the Neil Patrick Harris's of the Kid Star world. And now we're talking about The Losers. So if you yeah, have some gonna, ideas.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to do something a little different. When we did the last Kid Star show, we all did a draft about uh, individual stars we are going to talk about. I think this time around, we're all just going to talk about the same list. So that should be fun.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we got to reformat the way we do that. But yeah, for next week, Kid stars the losers. And uh, if you have any uh, ideas for Kid stars that really shouldn't really hit the crap time, (laughs) crap time. There you go. There's our idea. There's our chat. Crap time. Send us
1: a Snapchat or a a Vine. Crap chat or an an Instagram. You send
2: each other pictures of your poop. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, too. Um, Well, and keep in mind that when we say the losers, we're not talking about the ones that are dead. We're talking about the ones that just went down the shitter. Yeah,
1: yeah. they started so bright, and then, like, their
2: lives fell apart. So it's going to be an
1: upbeat show, I think, is what we're getting at. Yeah.
2: Yeah, don't send us dead people, because we're going to do a dead one. Yeah, we should do it in reverse order. We should do how they lost and then go
0: back. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I still don't understand how we're going to do the now for the dead.
2: (laughs) We'll figure
0: it out. Oh, we'll figure it out. All right. Talk to you later, folks. Good Thanks night. for listening.
1: You are now leaving the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. I mean, if you're a programmer who took things literally, you'd just follow the instructions, get caught in an infinite loop, and then run out of shampoo.
0: Yep. but you'd have the cleanest hair in the land.